all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. <laughs> Your facial expression when you did that. <laughs> I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. Reverse edition. <laughs> we actually and have the been crowd getting, goes wild. We have been getting a lot of requests for reverse episodes. I think everyone's sick of me. No, I don't think that's it at all. And unfortunately, I'm just too lazy to consistently do research. So. <laughs> Rachel has her own office, her own printer, her own stuff. My yeah. my office is a factory, so I, <laughs> I don't have any of those things. Otherwise, I probably would do a lot more research. There you go. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so this is episode 99. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Yeah, we're <gasps> not, not going to do that. No, but think of how well that ties in. It does. Yeah. And we've this has probably also been our 99th beer on the podcast, probably even more than that. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. So what are you drinking? That's a new thing. What is that? It is. So I think I mentioned this brewery a few episodes back, Commonwealth Brewing out of uh, Virginia. I drank a bunch of uh, good ghosts from them. Oh, Sours, yes, you know, yes, basically. yes. This Th- is... That's why he was saying, like, oh, did you like the ones I suggested? Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So this one's called Tinta Blanca. It is white sangria-style gosa ale with peaches, lemons, limes, and apricots conditioned on oak. It's very good. Yes, absolutely. I, I really like that it. Sounds good. It is. It's uh, very refreshing. Yes, it is. I can mm. taste the lime really oh, yeah. strong. That's my. That's what you can taste the most thing. of. Mm-hmm. And I am having Burial Brewery out mm-hmm. of Asheville. We've mentioned them several times because they're oh, excellent. Yes. They are one of our favorites. We need to re- start remembering to take photos of our beer and yeah, inst- and, and Insta- insta-ing <laughs> and well, uh, tweeting at them. Well, I did manage to to put up our um, pictures from last week's episode. I saw that. Yeah. So. Uh, but I am having Metallic Vessels, which is their black lager with coffee. You've, I think you've had it before, I right? I did. Yeah. I think I did a couple and, and episodes mentioned ago. It, yeah. mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yes, episode 99 is here. 99. We are, uh, to plug again, we are going to have a special three-part episode. Yes. For Be- our 100th. Mm-hmm. So it's really our 100th, 100th, 1st, and 100 second. Yes. <laughs> and we will be... Not doing anything else for our hundred episode that I know of. Like, no, like we're not we're, we're not going to get a t shirt cannon or no. any, anything like that. <laughs> no, I had like grand plans about getting our website like finally back up and running. I know Abby would appreciate that, um, but and also like maybe redoing our theme song. I haven't done any of that. Whatever, it's all right. No big deal. It's uh, <laughs> it's not a job. It's a hobby. Exactly. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll get around to what we get around to when we get around to it. <laughs> Now, you did say you wanted me to remind you to thank Abby yes. for... Uh, yes, yes in, in housekeeping news. Yes. Um, and by the way, just once again, to plug our social meds, mm. Insta, Twitter, Facebook, at AllBadThingsPod. Excellent. At AllBadThingsPod at Gmail. That, that's our, email, our email, yes. Best the pl- the way for suggesting topics. topics yes. yes. Oh, I found the Canadian. Oh, nice. Yes, okay. I, I shouldn't say I found the Canadian. Somebody one. else found the Canadian. Did. Yes, and I'm so sorry. I am forgetting, blanking on who. Let me look this up real quick because it was super helpful. 
they were like, oh, I was listening to the Soyuz 11 episode, and oh, you mentioned... that's where it was. Okay. No, it was the Humboldt that they asked for, but Soyuz 11 was after Humboldt. That's where so, we mentioned it. Yes. Because okay. um, I did remember that we had mentioned it at one point. Uh, da, 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 so while she's going through her social media, trying to find said Insta, we are on episode 99. I'm sorry. Whoever you are, thank you so much. <laughs> you are very helpful. All of that. Oh, we, maybe we it was, still can't. No, find it a was Canadian. Messenger. It was on. Hold on, I was looking on the wrong thing. Uh-oh. I our, found the person on Instagram. Oh, it was Martha. Thank, thank you. you, Martha. Thank you, Martha. Oh, also, um, James, I just noticed. Oh, you just you just messaged us. Never mind. Now I'm like live interacting with <laughs> listeners who won't hear this for a week. Thank. Anyway, <laughs> I'll get back to you, James. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Abby, yes, we did receive your suggestion and research, but we already had planned this episode in our three-part episode. But so we'll be doing that soon. We will be getting to that And one. she did specifically request that, that it be that a reverse it. bad thing, yes, yes. I will do it. I'm only slightly insulted. Mm, slightly. <laughs> just, just a wee bit. Uh, I like I like to think it's because, really, in our dynamic, I'm really the funny man and you're the straight man. Sometimes. Well, that's what you get to be today. Well, I th- that's what I'm saying is that's maybe that's why people, maybe people, or maybe people take you more seriously because of your voice. So you're a better straight man because of it. It could be exactly that. That's not what you're talking <laughs> <laughs> So yes, thank you very much, Abby. As always, and we've said it before, I'll say it again. If you send us a suggestion with research. Mm-hmm. You have a one hundred percent chance of making it on the show. Yes, eventually. It's just a matter to of when. Fair, yes, yes, but yes. Uh huh. Most of the time, it will be right away. But we already <laughs> had episodes planned out, so. And now we've had several listeners do it. Um, I just got something from Stephen, nice. our New Zealand listener. Very nice. Well, w- one of several at least. We've had several mm-hmm. people introduce themselves from New Zealand, so that's that's probably who's listening when our episodes first come out, because they're like at midnight our time, but it's like 12 o'clock right. p.m. Yeah. their time. Yeah, so. whenever I have to go into work on a Monday, which mm-hmm. thankfully was not today. Yes. Um, and I leave for work at about 5.30 in the morning. Super early Eastern time, yes. too. Yeah. And when I go to look and see, like by then we've already had like 200 plus listens. Yeah. So in the first five and a half hours. Right. So that's pretty, that's pretty neat. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for helping us make it to episode 99. Yeah, that's true. And speaking of, uh, listener feedback, mm-hmm. this was a suggestion by our female, mar- female male carrier <laughs> yes, friend, it's hard to say. <laughs> Teddy. Yes. And to be fair, several other people did chime in on it as well. Um, I just didn't keep track, so I apologize. I do know Teddy specifically suggested this one. Yes. But for all of you others who did, we we appreciate that, too. Feel free to shout yourself out. Absolutely. <laughs> so, as I've mentioned already several times, this is episode 99, and this is also going to be our third trip to the city of Cleveland. Well, but what's our topic? I'm going to get into that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just have, like, a, a lead up to it. Okay. So that should tell you something that we host a <laughs> show about disasters, and this is our third time in Cleveland. And 3% of them are about Cleveland. Yes. <laughs> they could be about anywhere in the world, but 3% of them are about Cleveland. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yes, exactly. Well, just below 3% of our episodes um, are based in the city, which is also known as the Mistake by the Lake. 
really? It is. That's mean. That is one of its nicknames. That's mean. Did Messina have a nickname? It should have <laughs> just been called the Mistake by the River, but that doesn't rhyme as well. The wait, the Mistake by the Lake. Um, Miami. I'm trying to think. Like, um, Miami. Uh, <laughs> the Magic City. I don't know. We could start making stuff up. Cocaine. Cocaine Bill. Cowboys. Yeah, Cocaine Cowboy Land. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I can't think of any anything as mean as that. No, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that is to call a city a mistake is pretty mean. Yes. So we have also been uh, to Cleveland um, in our Balloon Fest '86 episode, mm-hmm. and obviously the Cleveland, Cleveland Clinic, Clinic Fire, Fire. episode. Yep. Both of which you did. So you've done all three of our Cleveland disasters. Oh, yeah, I have. Maybe that's, maybe that's, maybe that, there's something going on with me. Maybe <laughs> I think I, that could be. Maybe I secretly hate Cleveland. Maybe you do. And just didn't realize it until we hosted a, a, a podcast about tragedies. Maybe. Um, so we've had Balloon Fest 86, the Cleveland Clinic Fire, mm-hmm. and now Tencent Ten Beer, Beer Night. Night. Tencent Beer Night. And if that sounds like a bad idea. It is. Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> This is literally, again, um, I almost did this one for our New Year's Eve party set. Uh-huh. Because just like Disco Demolition Night, mm-hmm. this is just like one of the dumbest stories that you'll ever hear. And I heard you laughing a lot when you were doing the research. Yes. So you just kept laughing to yourself. Because it's pretty, it's stupid. Yeah. Like, this whole thing is so stupid. Do you go into, how, well, when, well, all right, I'll, I'll hold off on my questions until you actually get into everything. I'll get into that. Okay. So on Tuesday, June 4th, 1974, a promotion was held by Major League Baseball's Cleveland Indians during a game against the Texas Rangers at Cleveland Stadium, which is also known as Municipal Stadium. That's what I thought it always was. That's how I remember it when I was growing up. And also known as Lakefront Stadium. Okay. The promotion would ultimately cause a riot, resulting in the forfeit of the game. (laughs) (laughs) The idea behind the promotion was to attract more fans to the game. Isn't that the idea behind any promotion? Exactly. By offering 12 fluid ounce or 355 milliliter. Oh, wow. That was that was unexpected. Cups of just. Now, what do you think the ABV was on these? If they're selling them for like dirt cheap, 3%. You're close. It was 3.5%. Okay. okay. I could not find for the life of me. Mm-hmm. What kind of beer they were serving? Oh, like the brand or I'm whatever. Guessing it was just Budweiser because we're talking about 1974. Valentine. There wasn't, there wasn't a whole slew of, of no. millions of beers like there are. There were literally like five. Well, and this even today, this wouldn't have been craft beer. Or no, anything definitely like not. That. Not for ten cents or what, whatever the modern equivalent would be. Well, Damn, that's why I, meant, I, I, meant I was going to ask I meant to you. Do that. So let's let's figure that out. Okay, right now. I'm going to guess it's like two. So bucks. this was what 1974. Um. For reference, I use the uh, BLS calculator, Bureau of Labor Statistics, um, inflation calculator. For all your inflation calculator nerds out you there. You know how often I've used <laughs> this thing? It's ridiculous. Um, the CPI and Consumer Price Infl- Index Inflation cal- Calculator. Okay, so I'm going to do just <laughs> what, what a dollar was, and then I'll divide it because it's hard to do cents in this. So this was June. Mm-hmm. They even ask months. No. Well, June sure. 19th. This was almost exactly 45 years ago. Yes, it was. And now, 52 cents it would have been. 
Oh, okay. So 50 cent. 50 oh cent God, beer I night? That I would be pretty... I can't imagine. Yeah. There's a reason they don't do that anymore. Oh, jeez. So and that this is really probably, was cheap. This is probably one of the reasons. So basically, like, beer normally went for a buck... Because that would be the equivalent of like five dollars, right? So a pint. The regular price okay. at, at this stadium, anyway, mm-hmm. was sixty-five cents for a beer. Oh, that's actually not bad. No, but they still discounted it like six yeah. times. Oh yeah, it's, it's like seventy percent off beer yeah. night or something like that. Um, so you could get a cup of twelve ounce, three and a half. Oh, 12 ounces. Twelve oh, okay. ounces. What, what did you think I said? I no, I'm sure you said twelve ounce. Um, I was just thinking more of a pint, oh, but sure. it's not. No, so, no. okay. No, 12 ounce cup. Okay. With a limit of six beers per purchase. Six? Well, that's, it's light. That's per purchase. You can get oh, six beers at one time. Not per person. No. Oh per my God. purchase. You could get six beers at a time. Which would cost you the equivalent of one beer. Yes. Pound them all. And then just get, get back in line one. and get oh my six God. more. So, just to give you an idea... Oh, shit. That's of how a terrible in, idea. Of how intoxicated people are going to get... Oh, my God. For this, ...for this event. It's pretty epic in the stupidest way okay. possible, what winds up happening. All right. Is your intro done? No, it is not. Okay. Tell me when it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> there was also no limit on total beers purchased. So oh, so you could go back again and again and again? You could have bought a hundred fucking beers Well, if you was felt there like until it. a supplies last sort of a thing? You'll we'll, get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> so, again, you can only imagine how fucked up people were getting that mm-hmm. night. Also, again, this is in Cleveland. <laughs> There's nothing to do. In 1974, <laughs> where you don't really have to give people much of an excuse to get falling down drunk. Trust me, I'm from a sea in New York. Like, I know. But... Honestly, you don't need to give anyone an excuse in any time ever. Especially for a sporting event. Yeah. Um, That is the end of intro. Okay, thank you. So here was my commentary. You said it was the Cleveland Indians at home, obviously, Mm -hmm. hosting the Texas Rangers. Is that correct? Yep. Not Walker, Texas Rangers. Ah, good Uh one. Not the the law enforcement agency either. Right. Uh, But... um, uh, can I go off on a slight rant of how inappropriate it is that they're called the Cleveland Indians and how awful I, their mascot is? I really is. had a feeling you were going to go there, <laughs> so the, the floor is yours. That's that's really just, um, I am of the mindset of, like, why is the Washington, D.C. football team called what they are? That's horrible. Um, but, like, still, <laughs> just look at the fucking Cleveland Indians mascot. Like the the symbol or what? It, what am I? Logo. Yeah, they don't really use it's that inc- one anymore. They really don't. But it's still around. It is. Yeah, it's, it's on their older merchandise. Incredibly offensive. I mean, I will grant people who are offended by that. I can understand that. Now the name of the team and like the name of the Redskins, like I for me, I just I really don't care. Well, like, that's for, for great. Me, that for me, they're sports. There's teams. a shock. You're 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 a, a 42 year old yeah. white man. You who, don't care. Who didn't? So yeah. therefore, no one should care. Exactly. <laughs> who, who doesn't get? Who doesn't get? Uh, you know, all sensitive about sports teams' names. That's just me. It's not just you. It's all. It's most white privileged men. But sure. But like I said, the logo, the old Cleveland Indians logo. Is fucking offensive. That's problematic. Okay, well, thank you for admitting that. I'll I'll agree on that, for sure. It's horrible. Yes. It's it's like, um, uh, I I don't know, like a... It's a caricature. It is, It's making fun of, 
Yeah, it is. Of an indigenous person, yeah. basically. Yes, yeah, it's I'll horrible. Gra- I'll grant that for sure. Okay. Um, and, and like back I said, in and that like day, I said, they definitely were using oh, it. <laughs> fuck, they, didn't, they, didn't, people, they didn't care. People really had better things to worry about in 1974. The 70s was just... The 70s and, and was a, so weird. The 70s was just fucking chaos all the time, no matter where you went. It, like, this, really this particular story is in Cleveland... But this shit would have been going on in New York City, fucking Detroit, Well, this is like a Baltimore. lighthearted story. It is, because nobody dies. There are like, plenty of times where this shit happened. Planes were getting hijacked on the yes. reg in the 70s, to the point where they had, like, training and procedures. Yeah. For, like, okay, for here's what passengers. For when you get hijacked, yeah. here's the not procedure. An, not an if. Yeah. So, yeah Criminal that, did a really interesting episode about that. I am glad I was kind of born... After all of this shit, but there's a small part of me that wishes. Well, you were born during all of this shit, right? But, you don't but I, remember, I remember none of it. Of it. Yeah. But there's a small part of me that always kinds of kind of wished that I had lived in the '70s as an adult for like a couple of days just to see what Experience it was like. It. Yeah. Well, and like you know, shit was just it was just fucking crazy. Yes, the whole it, decade. It was it it sure appears to have been a wild time. And now it honestly puts into frame of reference of how we wound up with like Ronald Reagan and these hardline conservatives because yeah. shit was just out of control <laughs> for like for I like still, 12 years. I still believe in Jimmy Carter. He could have yes, he he done some good Yeah, if we had given him a second term. But he has done so as an ex-president, so. He's a model, yes. model uh, former president, yeah, that, not is. Mr. Carter. We were, we were uh, <laughs> admiring we were drunk, him last night. We were night. drunk talking about him last night. <laughs> yes, we yes. were. Here's here's to you, Jimmy. My, cheers, uh, Jimmy. Cheers. I would. Well, I was saying he's like basically the one president I would consider going to his funeral. Yeah, sure. Maybe Obama. That's just more um, sentiment and than anything that's else. That's probably not going to be for a long time either. Oh well, let's hope yeah, not. That's not going to be. He's for still a, while. a relatively young man. Yes. Yeah. Um, As presidents go. So how did we get to? How did we get to a place where? They needed to sell people are beer. drinking uh-huh. ten cent beers uh-huh. and just getting wasted, hella fucked up. I'm in I'm, the city of Cleveland in 1974. I'm guessing many poor choices were made. Oh yeah, was so. Is it that Cle- Cleveland was a tough economic area at the time, or that the Indians were having? A, um, it's, um, it's both. That just sounded horrible. That the no. baseball team was having yes. a hard time, or both. They both? were both okay. having a hard time. Okay. So. We're going to get into economic anxiety in Cleveland. Specifically Cleveland. Specifically in the 70s. Okay. This is when things in Cleveland really started to fall apart. Oh, is this city. the decline of the steel sort of? We'll get into that. Okay. This is the decline of a lot of things. Okay. So, at first the arrival of a new decade in the greater Cleveland area Okay, was... can I ask real quick? What? I know you're so... You were so pissed by that. <laughs> Can I just get through a sentence? No, I'm just asking, is this your own writing or did you cut and paste it? No, this is mine. Okay, because I what? was gonna, I was really liking it, <laughs> but I didn't want to compliment you and then find out it was cut and pasted. There's a couple that I cut and paste, but not this. Okay, because it was sounding really good well, and I wanted you. to compliment you, but I had to find out first. <laughs> Why don't you start from the top? Okay. <laughs> And I won't interrupt you. <laughs> you looked so pissed there for a second. I'm, You're like, because I wrote this fucking shit. It's I'm good. Fu- I'm fine with it, but that was like the fifth time I tried to get through a sentence and couldn't. Oh, it's 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 funny how the tables have turned in these reverse bad things, isn't it? Touche. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll sit here and drink my beer. There you go. 
So at first, the arrival of a new decade in the greater Cleveland area was a welcomed reprieve from the intensity of the political and social landscape of the 1960s, because the 1960s, things were yeah. pretty fucked up, too. I don't think they were as bad as they were in the 70s, even though that's when Vietnam started. Different, maybe? Yeah. I feel like things started to turn in the 60s and in the 70s, 70s were like all the it, consequences. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So by 1970, the arrival of the interstate highway system. Oh, wait. Shh, yes. But that happened, Eisenhower started It was that. being built up throughout. This is when it starts to take effect. Oh, gotcha. When it's throughout really, Throughout the whole country. Really, It starts to take effect. Okay. Like, I'm sure you've heard the term death by interstate. No. You've never heard that term? No, what's that? There are all these little towns all over America uh-huh. that people used to have to drive through because they were routes and oh. things like that. And when they built the interstate, you, can you just, just drive just right, dro- pi- drove right past them. So, so death by interstate meant that their economies died because oh, people yeah, died because people weren't stopping mm. to get gas, to get food, whatever. Uh, a negative externality. Mm-hmm. So the arrival of the interstate highway system shifted production from traditional population centers. And again, this is all over the country, not just mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. Cleveland. But middle um, America was probably the hardest hit. Pretty yeah. much. And the Southwest, too. The Southwest uh, got uh-huh. hit pretty hard. Um, so up until the interstate was built... Uh-huh. Everything in our infrastructure revolved around what, do you think? Train? Yep, railroad. Oh, yay, yes. I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> so so traditional population right. centers that had developed along the railroad lines mm-hmm. uh, were Rail no towns, longer yeah. right, were no longer the economic success, successes that they had been. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the interstate, there were many factors, but this is sure. just when this is when manufacturing in the US as a whole starts taking a hit. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so by the, by the spring of that year, spring of 1970, 70. Okay. Tens of thousands of jobs had been lost due to the more than 600 Mm -hmm. factories that had been closed or relocated in the 1960s. Wow. Some of them giant factories, factories, Uh some of them smaller ones that employed like 50, hundred people, but still 600. That's a lot in in a decade. Gone. That's 60 a year. That's. Yeah. That's, that's wow. a crazy amount of, it's a crazy amount of job loss. It's a crazy amount yeah. of economic loss. So the reason people are getting so fucked up drunk at a baseball game well, is, you know, the, things the stuff. Things are not on an eco- economic upswing. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So. Is this before the oil crisis? It is, right? It's just before. Just before. Just before. Okay. Um, so. Traditionally, what happens when an area loses a lot of economy and jobs? Homelessness. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Drug addiction. Violence. Mm -hmm. And overall crime began to spike. Sure. I I thought you were going to say, like, um, people got the fuck out of there. Well, that too. We'll get into that. Okay. So those factories that I mentioned, a couple of the 600 are the following. U.S. Steel, just a a little small company. (laughs) Tiny little. Just a little mom and pop operation. (laughs) Uh, the diesel engine division of General Motors, Ooh. just a, you know mm-hmm. another mom and pop yeah. factory nobody's ever really heard of. Um, that happened in 1962. And the these US, are in Cleveland. Yes. Okay. U.S. Steel closed in 1961. Oh, Pils- Pilsner Brewing Company, Ooh. which moved to Pittsburgh in 1963. Oh, that's shitty. And I remember this thing. Uh, 
Royal Appliance Manufacturing, okay. which developed the technology and made vacuum cleaners, among oh, other things. My wow. grandmother had one. Really? I remember it because of the logo. Oh, okay. Like, when I read this, I'm uh-huh. like, let me look. And the first thing you see is the logo. Uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm like, my grandmother had... How funny. Um, a Royal Appliance vacuum. Which grandmother? Uh, my dad's mother. Oh, grandma, okay. Yeah, Grandma Marie. Um, so, yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, that sounds really familiar. And sure enough... That's why. Uh, so they left in 1968. That's just just to name a few. So I was going to say, and it started really early in the decade, 61, 62. So United Steel pulling out. And then to move a, bre- a brewery like just to another city in the same state. Mm-hmm. No, no, they moved to Pittsburgh. We're in Ohio. We're in Ohio. Pittsburgh is in Pennsylvania. Oh. <laughs> but anyway. You could consider for a second. They're in the same. They're in the same football conference. I swear, for a second, I could have sworn that Pittsburgh was in Ohio. What the fuck is wrong with me? It's actually really close. It's, it's very not, close. It's not that far away. Why yeah. was I thinking? Okay, no, you're right. But why? Yeah, I wonder why they did move. I don't know. And Probably I didn't. I didn't look. I didn't look to see what they became. Tax incentives. Yeah, who knows? who knows? Well, they they were the same. What what? Uh, company did you say it was i said it was a pilsner brewing company which oh, i've never heard oh, of oh okay yeah no so they could here. have stayed that way for or some reason i was thinking else. like pabst or something like that but no pilsner brewing company mm-hmm. that's like saying stout brewing company yeah kind of. ale brewing company <laughs> draft brewing company <laughs> they were a lot those were a lot simpler beer, beer times back then yeah like i said back then <laughs> there were only like like each region had like five beers you know at best yeah, i imagine much. it's like all those old um TV shows you watch, like even Cheers or something. Oh, yeah, with the commercials? No, no, no. They walk in and they're like, give me a beer. And so the bartender gives them a beer and it's like, wait, how did you know what to get them? It's like, because that's literally all they had on tap. No, they actually (laughs) say that for advertising purposes. But back then it's still... Oh, yeah. Like if you walked into Cheers on every episode and said, give me a Miller Lite. Well, no, 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 I get that, but... Okay, well, I that's, guess that's I never why. thought of that. But that's why. I guess I never thought of that. <laughs> that's why sometimes... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, especially, like, in reality shows, sometimes you'll see people's t-shirts, like, oh, blacked yeah, out. Bl- blurred out, and it's because yeah. that that's a company that doesn't advertise on their network or show. Well, on Paradise Hotel. <laughs> I can't believe you watched that. I did watch the intro, and I was just like... Did. Just like, yeah, uh, let's put a bunch of hot... 20-somethings, late, or young 30-somethings? No, nobody's 30. Oh, okay. Deion Sanders' daughter was oh, the oldest, right. and yeah. she was 29. Let's put a bunch of beautiful, egotistical, A-type Instagram. personalities yeah. Oh, yeah. on an island together, and let's see if they all fuck each other. Oh, I bet yeah. they do. It was, it's hilarious. <laughs> I, um, I now want let's everybody... Let's see if they cheat on their... Uh, partners. I want. I wonder. No, 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 they're all single. Oh, they are. Oh, I thought they were. Oh. No, they're pairing up as oh. they're there to try and win like a quarter. Mo- a no, that would be no, more fun. No, 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 no. Uh, get back to me on that idea, Fox or whoever. <laughs> it is whoever. Fox. Is it Fox? Okay. Um, uh, I would. <laughs> that very show's much probably been made already. <laughs> I would. Temptation Island, right? Wasn't that? Uh, I don't, I don't know if it was married people, but I got the impression it was. Anyway, um, to make me feel better about the fact that I watched the trashiest television show ever, um, although now The Apprentice, looking back, is probably <laughs> up there. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, at us and let us know your most guilty yes, reality your trashiest TV, TV show. Because you're not going to one-up Paradise Hotel. No, like, you never know. I don't know. I am, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel there are, There is plenty of trash out there. It could be some YouTube show you've never heard of, but still. I guess that's possible. Yeah. 
So anyway, back, beer. back to uh, <laughs> beer and economic anxiety That's in Cleveland. That's right. So by 1968, well, you just you just named three. You said that that was only some yeah, of the... That's yeah. just a few of these 600 But some pretty major ones, especially U.S. Steel, I'm sure. U.S. Steel and General Motors. Yeah, that's that's Not major. all of General Motors, just, just a diesel, division. Yeah. Yes, but still. That's major. Um, so the 1970s would also see the city of Cleveland, getting back to what you were mentioning before, uh-huh. lose over 175,000 residents by the end of the oh. decade. Okay, of how many? So in 1970, okay, the population of Cleveland was 750,872,829,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,822,973,
Well, that's why. I mean, it was literally he was pressured to do so from Tulsi the public. Tulsi 2020. Yes, absolutely. So add all these things up to a population that was, I mean, Cleveland was literally a bedrock of the American economy huh. from the late 1800s to, I mean, pretty much overnight becoming a joke within two decades, within like yeah. the 60s and 70s. I was going to say, would you say like 750-ish thousand mm-hmm. or something? That's a healthy sized city. And it was bigger than that. City. And it was bigger than that at the, the, turn, of, at the turn of the century. Too. Oh, yes. wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so going through that as a citizen and a lot of people that live yeah. there, they're natives. You know, there's not yeah. too many people that moved to Cleveland, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Unless, oh, that's um, so sad. Unless, yes, unless they got moved there, like from a job or something. But well, that's that's because we live in an area where a lot of people do relocate mm-hmm. to. We've relocated we live in a b- here. Very transient city. Yes, um, but a lot more people come here and stay here than leave. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So there's not really a great reason to leave unless you lose your job, and even though, even then, you can get another one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah. So mm-hmm. if you're a citizen. During this time. It's in Cleveland, that's not a good time. You didn't have to scratch much of the surface to inspire rage to come out in people. <laughs> Aww. I mean, really. Yeah. So people were already stressed is basically what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Horribly stressed. Yeah. During this time, yeah. Probably a lot of people lost their jobs and like, one of the few things that you can still do and have fun is go to the fucking ball game. You can go see a terrible Cleveland Indians team that literally is in the middle of going through one of their worst periods oh. of time ever, which we're about to get into. All right. But first, we're going to do a little history on the Texas Rangers Baseball Club. Oh, we're going to Texas. I say baseball club as to not confuse them literally with the law enforcement okay, agency gotcha. of the same name mm-hmm. that was started in 1823. Or Chuck Norris. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> so the Texas Rangers began playing in Arlington, Texas, which is a suburb of Dallas. Yes, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. I don't know. It is, in yeah. In my mind, I was thinking, <laughs> in my mind, I was singing something about JFK. Uh, like was I was killed heard, in Dallas, yes. But Dallas, not Arlington. No. So I heard Arlington, <laughs> thought of Dallas, the first thing that came, it was like a word association. Like Arlington, Dallas, JFK. Arlington, Arlington, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, science. Yeah, Arlington. Oh. Uh, so the team. See, this is the comedy content yeah, is, I yes. am here to provide. No wonder you guys wanted uh, David to do an episode. <laughs> The team had moved from Washington, D.C. in 1971. Really? Now, this is where it's going to get a little... Stay with me on this one. This gets a little tricky. So, the team that they were in Washington, D.C. was the second iteration of the Washington Senators. Wait, okay. That's hockey. I'm already confused. No, the the Ottawa Senators. The Ottawa Senators. So... The Washington okay. Senators but they, so moved, the yes, the second iteration, moved to Arlington. Uh, Arlington to become the Texas Rangers. JFK. The first, so this second iteration began uh-huh. as an expansion team in 1961 in the okay. American League. The first iteration ceased playing in 1960. So they just went away? They moved oh. to Minnesota. To become the Twins? To become the Twins. But because the Twins kept the history of the club and all the franchise oh. records and all that stuff. When they reappeared, oh, okay. when they reappeared in uh, Washington, DC uh-huh. in 1961, uh-huh. they were essentially it was a new team. 
The, um, the modern day example of that is actually the Cleveland Browns. Right, because they were the Ravens. Mm-hmm. No, the no, Ravens were the... No, they became the, the Ravens. The Ravens were the Browns. No, 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 no. No. The Browns <laughs> became the Ravens. The Browns became... Yes, the Ravens were the Browns. Yes. The Browns were and, the Ravens. But the new yeah. Browns yes. is essentially an expansion team, even right. though it's... They, they have the same name. I gotcha. Okay. It is a... They do still have all the... The city has all the records and stuff, but it is kind of like okay. that a little bit. Actually, and that was a bad example. No, anyway. I get it. And this is all uh, an ad for our new show, All Bad Sports, which we will be coming out with eventually. Yes, Absolutely. So th- that is a little confusing, and I'm sorry to confuse people, and I didn't but explain I it saying. in the best way. You're saying there was Washington a DC senators. senators or Washington senators. They moved, they moved to, to Minnesota. Minnesota, became the Twins, kept all the records. They they remained that same team. They just rebranded basically. It remains so, the same franchise, right? So when the new Washington Senators came out, the only thing they shared with the old team was their location and name. And the name that was it. Not not their records, not their heritage, anything. Right. And then... Because <laughs> there was, there was almost nothing to keep. <laughs> Except for like one moment in 1970 baseball. they moved to Arlington? 1971. 71. And began playing as the Texas Rangers in 1972. Okay. So the very next... Okay. So they moved at, after the 71 season was right. done. Gotcha. Started playing in 72 in Arlington. Because roughly April to October is baseball. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, so... Upon entering the city of Arlington, becoming the Texas Rangers, they were at the time and remained and maintained the reputation as being known as one of the worst teams, not just in baseball, but in professional sports, having lost an average of 90 games per season. Out of how many? Out of 162. It's a losing record. By this point in the team's history. Okay. Um, Let me ask real quick. Circa... 2010, 2011, they were kind of in the mix. We'll get into that. Okay. In just a couple of sentences. Okay. (laughs) As of this date, the club has played all of its games in Arlington and will continue to do so when the new Globe Life Park opens in 2020. Oh, okay. They currently play in Globe Globe Life Park, which was originally the ballpark at Arlington. I believe it opened in 94. Okay. But they've always, they've they've moved to Arlington in 72. And And they just haven't moved. Have never left. Which is kind of odd for a franchise that did move. Usually franchises, if they've done one move, they'll do one or two more. Like the Rams. Yep. Back and forth. (laughs) Just rebounded back and forth between LA and uh, San Francisco. They were actually, they moved four times because they were originally in Los Angeles. Uh Then they moved to Anaheim, but still maintained themselves as the The Los Angeles Rams. Rams. Then to (laughs) St. Louis, now back to LA. Anaheim and LA are pretty. They're two different cities, but they're close. They are, but they're two different cities. It's like when people say Raleigh Durham and how annoying that is. Like it's two different cities. It is, but at the same time, the New York Jets play in fucking Jersey. They do. So it's two different states. (laughs) That's true. If they can do that, then they can play in two different cities. Yes, they can. I guess. So when this event happens, when Ten Cent Beer Night happens in 1974. Mm -hmm. They are literally in the. Are they just the, two shit teams? They are literally in the middle of what would later become known as the thirty-year slump. Oh, so, the Rangers. No, no, no. No, the, the, the Indians. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. I say that only as a team name. Actually, I jumped ahead way too much. Okay, that's the Indians. I'm still on the Texas Rangers. I we'll keep, get, we'll get I back keep to taking that. your eyes off the paper. Yes. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> So, to get back to the Texas Rangers. Oh, so, yes. they are opening a new park next year, which will okay. remain in Arlington. Okay. So, 
That's pretty cool. Texas Rangers have a total of seven division titles, two pennants, which means they won their league to go to the World Series. That's what a pennant is. Oh, okay. But they've never won the series? And zero World Series titles. Having made it to the World Series in back-to-back years in 2010 and 2011, they were... I was right! Yeah, they were... I can't believe they lost both of those series. Diamondbacks? Did they lose to... There was the Diamondbacks were in there somewhere. No. No. They lost to the (laughs) San Francisco Giants. They might have been in like a division... I just love how you're like, no. But they lost to the San Francisco Giants in 2010, which was their first title since moving to San Francisco. Okay. Uh, They were were formerly the New York Giants. There's more than one New York Giants. And St. Louis Cardinals in 2011, respectively. The Texas Rangers are one of six Major League Baseball teams to have never won a World Series to this date. Try to guess who the other five are. Okay. And I know these. I knew them before. Was I I right about, was Arizona one of them? No, they no. they beat the New York Yankees just after September 11th in 2000 <laughs> in 2001. God bless America. Yeah, um, God God bless a team in its fourth season defeating like the New York City team. <laughs> the one time like it mattered. The one time they're not the hated Yankees. <laughs> the one time everyone literally everyone was them. cheering yes. for them. Yeah. <laughs> Go Yanks. Go crank and that was the only time the Diamondbacks, they made the playoffs here and there, but as far as making a threat. Tampa? Correct. Okay. All right. So that's two. I'm working my, the Braves have won. They have. Um, um, uh, are you talking like old teams or current teams? No, no, no. These are all current teams. Uh, what is the current Washington, D.C. You are correct. The Nationals. The Nationals. They were originally the Expos. Okay. The the Montreal Expos. Have they never won? They have never won. Okay, so that's three. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm working my way up the East Coast. There's another Midwest team. The Pirates definitely have won. Midwest team. No, I know. I'm working my way up the East Coast. Oh, so we're done with the East Coast. Maybe. (laughs) Um, I'm sure this is so fascinating for everybody. Why don't you just go ahead and tell me the other thing? Uh, The other are the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, okay, yes. And now I'm blanking on the other two. Oh, no, you didn't write them down. (laughs) I didn't. So we have... Who cares? Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody they, who's they listening can, cares. They can look it up. Zach might care. Oh, the Seattle Mariners. Okay. And fuck, there there is another one that I can't think of. Los Angeles. Anyway, there's there is another team. So okay. if you get that extra team, you'll get a like from each of us. On <laughs> there you go. Trivia on, question. Put it on Twitter. Who is the team we're missing? What team are we missing? So, to get into the Cleveland Indians, which I mistakenly did so ah, before. In their 30-year drought. Yes, they are a professional baseball team, obviously based in Cleveland, Ohio. They, they are <laughs> this in the, is the cut and paste yes, portion. Yes, it is. <laughs> they are in the central division of Major League Baseball's American League. Okay, so they're AL. Since 1994, they have played in progressive, what is now known as progressive field. I believe it was okay. originally called Jacobs Field. Um, those those fucking stadiums they change, change all the names change all the time now. Yeah, the Cleveland team originated in 1900. Jeez, as the Cleveland Lakeshores. So they weren't even racist. Oh, when the American League was officially a minor league, and oh, did okay. not have its major league charter yet. So they got to become racist as they sure. moved up the ladder. Absolutely, <laughs> as typical. That's, ha- that's how it that's works. How it works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the ALs, American League, being mm-hmm. eight charter franchises, the major league incarnation of the club was founded in Cleveland in 1901, so the following So they're season. still just a really mm-hmm. old team, yeah. Most baseball teams are. Yeah. These are the oldest yeah, yeah. professional Except franchises Except for the we have. expansion ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, even a lot of those are old. 
The Marlins were 92? 93. 93. Along with the Rockies. That's the other team that has never won it. The Rockies. Nice. So, I mean, yeah, even they're 26 years old at this point. But that's still relatively young considering there's some teams. They're almost 120 years old. Yeah. Um, So from 1960, this is what I was talking about before. Oh, okay. From 1960 to 1993, the Cleveland Indians experienced what would later become known as the 30-year slump. That's not good. In which the Indians would never finish higher than the third place in their division. In their division. In their division for 34 straight seasons. Did that seasons. Mean they never made the playoffs or did they do wild card? No. This obviously would result in <sighs> zero postseason appearances unless you count the movie Major League, which took place in 1988. Oh. <laughs> so you have to count fictional. <laughs> yes. They made the playoffs. They won their one game playoff against the Yankees. Did thanks we to watch thanks Major to League? Oh yeah. Thanks to Ricky Vaughn. Because I I don't Ricky Vaughn, who was we watched it together. Ricky yeah. Vaughn, who was always winning. I think I fell you, asleep. You know who plays Ricky Vaughn? I'm Major making League a joke. Bert, Bert Reynolds. You just, you just completely missed the joke. What? Yeah, I said thanks to Ricky Vaughn. Yes. Who was always winning because he's played by Charlie Sheen. Oh, winning! <laughs> I get it. Very cute. That's so. That's precious. Thankfully, I didn't have that written down for anybody who might want the script later. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of the, your, your cute jokes that you were saying that you had? Oh, I've got a bunch of them. Oh, great. Yeah. Gross. That's, I am so just, looking forward to that. They're littered throughout this episode. They're littered. So, yeah. <laughs> so, can you imagine, though, being a fan of this team, especially living there, and just, for 34 seasons, not only do you not make the playoffs, you never really come close. The best you ever finish is third place in your division. That's just... Wow. That's that's miserable. And the uh, Cleveland Browns are currently going through that now, having the longest drought. It but must, I have a feeling that's about to change. It must kind of be like what it's to feel, it feels like to be a Bills fan, where you just know that you're, you've got your, you know, we you, only you're in on a sinking ship. We only missed the playoffs for 18 consecutive seasons, just not 34. Hopeless. And you know it's hopeless. It is not hopeless. We've got Josh Allen. So things are And things every are looking year up. you say the same thing yes, to yourself. Mm-hmm. You delude yourself again and again yes, and again. Instead of just saying, fuck, fuck football, we actually have a good hockey, ta- hockey team now. Well, um, I watched God that bless too. the... Hurricanes, yes. may they rest in peace for the current postseason, but they'll be back. Yes, they will. Um, but no, again and again, just just like the definition of insanity, you expect a different result. I year actually after don't. Year. I expect but them to lose. Why? <laughs> oh my God. So the Cleveland Indians. Have a total of 10 division titles, which is not a lot for an almost 120-year-old that, yeah, club. Yeah, that's pretty bad. The team that is literally 60 years younger than them has seven, so that tells you Ooh. something right there. Uh, they have six pennants and two World Series titles, the last okay. of which came oh, no. in 1948, <laughs> giving the Cleveland Indians the well-sought-after title of longest drought between championships in baseball, which currently stands at 71 years. Most and they almost broke it three years ago. Oh, but lost to the Cubs, who oh, broke, who yes. broke, who broke their one hundred and eight year right. championship drought. Is that the curse of the Bambino? No, that's no, that's, that's the Red Sox, and yes. that's over. Yes, the Red Sox have ripped off four World Series since then. Ripped off? Yeah, meaning they've won. Oh, you know, okay, they've, they've gotten. It sounded yeah. like they stole them or something. Well, like, they might have. almost like you're an embittered Yankees fan. Something like that. <laughs> 
No, I just I don't feel the rivalry anymore because once the once the Yankees or the Red Sox embarrassed the Yankees in 4 and one. Uh huh. I was like, they're gonna win more World Series now because mm, yeah. the, the the load off your mind and not the questions and just kind of down yourself, which I don't think the players necessarily do. Mm-hmm. But that's gotta trickle down. You know, with the, with the vibe, if you haven't right. won for eighty some years, right about now, Teddy is really regretting that she ever suggested. No, Ted she isn't. Center. She's loving it. <laughs> she is a good sport. So <laughs> look how fucking far we are in this recording. Oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Okay, <laughs> this is what happens when I talk about sports. We thought this was going to be a short episode. Yeah, it's, it's not. not trending that way. I'm only on. I'm not even through the second page yet. Oh. Joy. So now that we have uh, the stadiums, we have the the teams, teams. we have the cities, Mm -hmm. the city, let's get on to the event. Ten cent beer night. What could possibly go wrong? So fucking dumb. So like all sports promotions, the goal is to get more than the average crowd to attend the games. And at this point, they're pretty fucking desperate, it sounds like. Which in turn (laughs) increases revenue from parking, concessions, merchandise, so on. Well, it's like a loss leader thing. Like you can see yeah. where they yeah. like you'll logic. give up a little bit on the on the tickets, right? So people will buy food, parking. You well, know, it's like movies. T-shirts. They say they make more. The profit margin on the concessions is like huge. Whereas they they even as much as we bitch about the cost of movies, I know, it's really not that bad. I know what it costs for like one of those boxes of soda. It's like uh-huh. it's like five bucks, right? And you get probably a hundred sodas out of it, probably more than that. Mm -hmm. So think of how many that go through with those and they charge what, like seven bucks for one. It can get pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, the Indians had previously held such promotions without incident, beginning with, get this, nickel beer day in 1971. I looked up a little, I looked up a little bit of this. There were like a few fights and stuff like that, but nothing serious. That's interesting. So they've done, so, to, but again, it's 1971, so the 70s hadn't quite taken hold yet. We're at, we're at 1974. <laughs> People are more desperate. But that's interesting. You can see why they were like, maybe this isn't such a bad idea, because we've charging, done it. We're charging twice, twice as, much as much as the last time. Like, we've done this before. Yeah. It worked out fine. Yes. A couple fights, no big deal. Small problem, though. Uh-oh. The two teams, the Texas Rangers and the Cleveland Indians, six days earlier... Playing in a game in Texas. I just found, I just figured something out more problematic. I'm sorry. I'll get. I'm not looking at you, so you can't give me a bad look. Got into <laughs> a bench clearing brawl okay. during the team's meeting. Okay, now I'm gonna say it. Okay. The Texas Rangers mm-hmm. versus the Indians. There the you go. Rangers versus the Indians. This is actually a really. This is actually real. This is horribly. <laughs> this actually happened. Quite a bit. This is all so (laughs) racist. Continue. I never thought of it that way, but I see what you're getting at. So there was just high tensions between the two teams. Between the two teams, and because uh, fans in Texas, Mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, fans in Texas starting throwing things at the Indians players when the Rangers showed up in Cleveland, fans kind of had like a a beef. Yeah, big time. Well, yeah, well, yeah, big time. They had problems with each other. So, That's not good. what happened in that game to bring on a bench-clearing brawl? A Cleveland Indians player slid too hard, in the eyes of okay. Rangers players okay. and fans anyway, yeah. into second base. This led Rangers pitchers to start throwing fastballs at Indians batters' heads. Oh, so they're trying to take him out. Oh, they're sending yeah. him a fucking message. And Rangers fans started throwing food and drinks at the Indians oh. players in the dugout. 
that's where it just like it's like look guys if they're gonna if they're gonna figure it out on the field stay the fuck out of it and 10 cent beer night is happening just six days later oh no in a city where people are ready to have any excuse to fuck shit up so the average (sighs) attendance for cleveland municipal stadium in 1974 i kind of combined two of their uh because it's Cleveland Stadium, Municipal Stadium, or Lakeshore Stadium. But I always knew it as Cleveland Municipal Stadium, okay. so that's what I'm going to call in it. In the Indian Stadium. Yes. In 1974, um, attendance averaged 13,756 fans out, okay. of a ca- out of a capacity of, get this, 79,282. What? Now, Jesus. my Almost guess 80, is... They used to build ba- baseball stadiums a lot bigger, uh-huh. and I'm pr- like all the bench seat at Bleacher Stadium. And I'm pretty sure that the Indians and the Browns did not share a stadium. I'm almost positive okay. of that. So I think they had because when you'll see older baseball stadiums with this amount of capacity, it's mm-hmm. usually because they share the football team too. Oh, okay. But I'm pretty sure that's not the huh. case here. Huh. But I could be wrong. Right. So yeah, I'm guessing like. Rickety so, bleacher sort of. So you thing. Can, you can imagine how small thirteen thousand. Yeah, well, just below really fourteen thousand people is compared to an eighty thousand seat. You stadium. know what it would look like? Do you remember Rookie of the Year? Mm-hmm. The movie Rookie of the Year. I do. One of your with, favorites. I love that movie. It's yes. hilarious. Um, when they were going to those Cubs games, because the whole plot line was that the Cubs sucked which, until the twelve-year-old started the pitching. Um, but they were. It, it was very much a similar situation where it was super sad that it was this great field, Wrigley Field, and then like almost there. nobody there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, thirteen thousand people where eighty could fit would look really pathetic. Mm-hmm. Really pathetic. You could sit anywhere in the stadium you wanted. Well, when you we could, when we used to go to Expos games, you mm-hmm. bought a ticket for the upper tier, which mm-hmm. I think was like eight bucks Canadian. <laughs> yeah. And you could literally, because all their games were on uh, national TV in Canada, mm-hmm. you could go down and sit in the in and the lower tier. They wanted it yeah, to because so they to wanted to make out, yeah. they, wanted to, they wanted it to make look to make, make it, it look, look full yeah. for TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I have experience with this too, just going to a fucking empty stadium because the yeah. team sucks and you can go for cheap, you know. Sure. Um, so that was the average attendance. Yes. So ten cent beer night would attract a total of twenty five thousand. So it almost one hundred thirty four fans. Yes. So almost doubling attendance. Still not anywhere near capacity. No, but, uh, but it worked. The promotion works. So they clearly advertised this ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, everybody come out. And they convinced double the average crowd. Mm-hmm. So it worked. Yes. Yay, success and the end. I'm guessing not. Sadly, no. <laughs> I kind of wish it was the end, but at the same time, after doing the research, I'm kind of glad better. it's not because this is <laughs> right. the amount of just stupid in this story again. Let's get to it. So the Texas Rangers went up one nothing in the top of the second inning on a home run. And that's where a shitstorm of stupid began happening. That early. As we know from our previous shitstorm of stupid episode, Disco Demolition Night, <laughs> fans at this event also wound up bringing liquor. Yes. Along with firecrackers to the game. <laughs> God, how Apparently did that's just something you did in the 1970s. Like, I don't, I, I don't understand that. Like, why? <laughs> I'm going to bring firecrackers. You know what's like, so funny? Because if you think about this, like... Who are all these people? All of these people are like your uncle. Yeah. And guys your you work with at the plant. And or guys you used to work with at the plant, I should say, in Cleveland's yeah. case. Yeah. But just like, who are just, these people to us now? Pe- normal people. This was 45 years ago. Yeah. These people are all like in their 60s and 70s now. Yeah. 
and and, and they denying just, climate change. I mean, I have heard so many stories from like the people who are like older than my oldest sister, people that are in like mid to late fifties mm-hmm. that you know grew up in the seventies and listen to some of the like like you could fucking drive drunk like like when the cops pulled you over, he's like they would just follow you home. I'm like, what? My parents grew up in the seventies, mm-hmm. but they didn't drink. No, no, they didn't. Um, and they didn't bring firecrackers to baseball games either, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, I don't think so. My dad did throw a ball bearing a, a statue of the Virgin Mary once, There though. you go. Hey, that's progress. Yeah. Progress, mm-hmm. as they would say in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, was a, he was a mixer back in the day, which, which you can't tell <laughs> no. now. <laughs> no. So we, we have our traditional hooliganism, of the United States version of hooliganism, yes. by bringing... <laughs> Liquor and firecrackers Liquor to a and game. Crackers. And then we also have the new phenomenon that started in the 70s of streaking. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> is there footage of this? There isn't. Oh, there, there are, damn it. There are photos. There are photos of this. Because I was looking because I was like, I want to watch like the whole game. Because shit. <laughs> like disco demolition. You can Crazy that, yeah. shit is happening like mm-hmm. in every inning. Mm-hmm. There might be, like, there might have been, like, some local TV foot, but I, I didn't find it. It wasn't something you could no, find No, but I did find plenty of pictures. Streaking was a thing. Somebody streaked at the Oscars one year did in they? the 70s. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe, yeah. This is kind of when streaking began. So, that's yeah. That's, so... That's, the new, that's the new phenomenon. I I don't get it at all. No, I don't either. That's probably why it was so short-lived. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, it still happens here and there, but... Does it? I think so, probably. Really? When was the last time you heard of somebody streaking? I don't know, but when I hear of it again, I'll tell you. <laughs> Because you can literally go online and see any part of the human body. That is true. Within two seconds. So I just think it's lost its shock. Yeah, you might be right. I didn't think of it that way. You might be right. So in in the middle of the second inning, a middle-aged woman ran onto the field. A middle-aged woman. Into the Indians on deck circle and flashed her boobs. <laughs> she also tried to make out with the home plate umpire <laughs> who was trying to escort her from the game. So this is only the, this is only in the second inning. So buckle up. A middle-aged woman. There is actually a picture of this, not of her flashing, but of after it happened. So a middle-aged woman mm-hmm. goes to the Indians dugout. Uh, the Indians on deck circle. What's the on deck circle? It's their little. You know, they have the circle where they can practice. Oh, okay. Their gotcha. swing, gotcha. like while gotcha. they're waiting to come to okay. the plate. So she's just like, mm-hmm. yep. And then the umpire is like, okay, come yeah, on, lady. Like, and yeah. she's just like, mm-hmm. and she's trying to make out. Yes. That's what a drunken middle aged woman thing to do. Yeah, we're only in the second inning. Oh boy. In the fourth inning, right after the Rangers hit their second home run of the game to go up two to nothing, a fully nude man in his twenties. <laughs> Sprinted across the field and slid into second base, oh, which no. I which I do not understand at all. Like that must recommend that no, that must have fucking hurt. I bet that hurt. <laughs> it might not have gotten his penis, but it definitely it definitely would have left like a raspberry on his thigh. Have you ever had one of those, like a big huge bruise on your thigh? From running into things, yeah. but I, I, I've i uh, never slid I, I, in I, baseball. Talk about being drunk as fuck. Like, so I'm going to get naked and slide into a base. <laughs> That's just not, not a good That's idea. That's a horrible idea. He then proceeded to just run off the field and was never captured. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're going to let this one go. We, we got the lady who flashed her boobs. We're gonna, we're gonna let Mr. Penis guy. Oh, we, we've got get away. We're, we're, we are literally. Let's try and get through this game, please, people. Can we just? We are just getting started. Oh my god! And we haven't even gotten to the whole. We're a ways away oh from what happens god. at the end. Now, this presumably 
much of this is happening because they're all getting 10 cent beer too. <laughs> oh yeah. So at this point in the game, the demand for 10 cent beer severely overwhelmed the concession stands. Those poor concession workers. <laughs> A beer truck that was parked outside also became overwhelmed as they had just two, two scantily clad teenage women. Teenagers? Serving oh, beer no. at the truck. No, 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 no. <laughs> Feeling justifiably like, fuck this shit, we're out of here. Did they just get the fuck out the of here? The two there? women just walked Good. off. Good. <laughs> leaving the fans. Good. Leaving the fans to pour the beer themselves. Oh my god. Which they were more than happy to do. You know what? <laughs> I you know don't what? blame them at all. No. Not one bit. <laughs> they have a picture of the two. Uh, I mean, they people looked different in the 70s. They don't look like they're, they look like they're what would now be probably like early mid 20s. They looked older than. And, and if you mean by teenager, they were like 19. They were probably 17, 18 or 18, 19. Yeah, so probably. Because they were because they were serving beer. Still, that's a really shitty position to put those girls in. Mm-hmm. So on 10 cent beer night. And just yeah. think and just think of the people who are crawling out from under witch rocks to go to 10 cent. And beer how many night. times they got sexually assaulted. Oh, I'm sure. That. So they probably made the absolute right choice. And they're and like, just, we don't give a fuck. Fuck it, we're gone. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> like we're we're going home. So, in the fifth inning, two men jumped over the outfield wall and mooned the Rangers players. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with men and nudity? I don't know. Like they need to moon. Have you ever mooned anybody? I have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When I was yeah when I was a teenager. Yeah. Why? That's just uh, something you did back then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you didn't have the internet. That's why. That's probably why. That's like, probably part of it. It's never... I Like, I don't get that at all. I am uh, happy and... Well, mostly happy. A little bit sad that YouTube didn't wasn't around back then because... <laughs> I think you're probably happy. I'm actually happy about that. <laughs> but I saw shit that I could have filmed that I know would have had right. fucking millions upon millions of you views. You could have filmed many viral videos, but you wouldn't have wanted to start I would not have wanted to start, especially at that time. Yeah. No. There are plenty of my friends that would have loved me to star in something. Oh, yes. Sure. Well, as we as we know, um, if we, uh, I I do think if we ever could convince Chad to um, make that video of his bachelor party go viral, that would. Oh, we tr- we did try. I did think, you? But did you? It didn't go it? anywhere. There were oh, plenty okay. of bachelor party fails. Yeah, that was a pretty. He bad tripped one, and fell. That was the long and short of it. Just so you guys know, um, but much, it was really funny. Pretty much right onto his face. Yeah, basically thank- face planted. Thankfully, didn't hurt himself. That is the amazing <laughs> part because it looks like he should have broken his entire face. Yes, it does. Yes. Eh, just a, eh, things <laughs> things that happen at bachelor parties. Broken faces. That was probably the least offensive thing that happened that weekend. Might have been. So, the two men were subsequently chased all over the field by security. Oh, no. And just after this occurrence, Texas Rangers manager Billy Martin. Now, anybody who is a baseball fan mm-hmm. will know this name. Okay. Billy Martin is a legendary Yankees player and manager. At okay. this time, he just happens to be managing the Texas Rangers. Okay. And he's also a legendary piece of shit, according to quite oh. a few people. So, Texas Rangers manager Billy Martin walked to the mound to discuss a pitching change. Okay. Believing Martin was intentionally stalling the game, Indians fans began throwing food, beer, <sighs> and of course, firecrackers at Martin. Oh my god. On his way back to the dugout, Martin began blowing kisses to the fans, pissing them off no! even further. What a dick! <laughs> so they began... Throwing firecrackers into the Texas Rangers bullpen as well. This led the public address announcer to finally get on the PA system (laughs) 
and tell the fans to stop throwing objects onto the field at risk of being kicked out. It's not good when you have to formally announce that you're not supposed to throw shit onto a playing surface. That, in turn, also pissed off the fans, (laughs) which led them to throw even more beer Empty liquor bottles, This food, is a fucking riot almost, full-blown. And yes, of course, once again, firecrackers onto the field. And free beer, because now they're getting it for free. Once again, Ugh. this is all happening at a major league That's baseball game. That's still in play. And venue. It's the 1970s. Just, what a fucked up decade. This is the second one of these we've yeah. done. <laughs> and I'm sure there's more. I mean, yes. if, I, if I went digging, I'm sure there are more. These are just the well-known ones. So the main reason the inmates had taken over the asylum, (laughs) so to speak, is because of the brilliant foresight of the Cleveland Indians' ownership to hire just 50 police and security guards for the event. Oh, no. For For 25,000 fans. Uh, What's the math on that? That's Uh, one cop for every 500 people? Yes, it is. One cop for every 500 people. I think you're right. That's... That's nowhere near what you need for crowd oh, control. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. So, we what have... What the fuck s- are they doing? We have somehow made it to the ninth inning. <laughs> oh, so nothing too major happened. Oh, plenty oh, of well, things. Like okay. I, but somehow, In, somehow, they, they, they keep playing. They still haven't stopped. They somehow haven't they stopped. keep playing. I mean, it's... It's fucking amazing how it made it this far. Yes. I, I just I can't I couldn't I figured when I started going into they this that it would get like that it would get forfeited in. in like the fifth inning. No. We're in the ninth inning. Oh my god. And they couldn't finish it off? By this point there have been so many streakers on the field <laughs> that police and security just stopped trying to catch them in hopes that they would leave the field surface quicker. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's not the worst idea. It's not the worst strategy, no. Because it's true. Don't pay attention. Don't give them attention. Plus, from chasing so many of them, they were probably just done. They were probably just winded. Fuck fuck these guys. Plus, that's exactly what streakers want is attention. So you don't Mm -hmm. give it to them, maybe they won't, yeah. Fans in the outfield started tearing up the padding on the right field wall. What? And all the bases were stolen. Literally. Not not stolen in in the context of playing no. the game of baseball. Once again, they were physically stolen. They were physically stolen. Aren't there umpires at yes, these and bases? There are, yes, and there are people on the field and players on the field. But I guess they can't like tackle these people. Well, they could have, but they probably just they're just like these fuck are this shit. These are people hopped up on ten cent beer, yeah, liquor, firecrackers, like who knows what else. Probably, yes. probably some of them are smoking the, the marijuana. The marijuana cigarettes. So they were probably just like, let's just get through this if we can. Yeah, just try to finish the fucking game mm-hmm. is probably what they're thinking. Get get the fuck yeah. out of here. Also at this point in the game, Mm-mm. cherry bombs were now being thrown into the Rangers dugout. And if you, if you don't, do you not know what that I, is? I've heard of cherry bombs, but I don't know what they actually are. It's a small, uh, it's, it's a ball, like maybe about this big. Okay. Doesn't look very threatening, but it's actually called a cherry bomb because it explodes. So it's not a firecracker per no. se. It's more of a bomb, it's a little bomb. S- yeah, it's a bomb. small. It's like a small amount so of it can TNT. Legit hurt you? It could, like if it got in your eye or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I get it. So like that's why they. I feel like that. Could but it's be a, something that's still legal. It's a step up from firecrackers. Yeah, oh, okay. cherry bombs. I don't think you can buy legally at all. I don't know about that. I don't know. Okay. I'm. I don't know my firecrackers anymore. Okay, fair enough. So now we have cherry bombs being thrown into the Jesus. trenches dugout. Like basically tiny little bombs. Yep. Ugh. 
What also happened in the ninth inning, in the bottom of the ninth inning... So they're almost there. They're just like, please, can we just finish? They're almost there. Almost there. But then, a comeback from the Cleveland Indians oh, happens. No, 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 no. Tying the game at 5-5 no. after having been down 5-1 no. entering the bottom half please of the inning. Please don't tell me they go into extra innings. So you get absolutely fucked up inebriated, mm. falling down drunk. And get to see an awesome comeback. Like, pretty good night. So now they're amped. They're drunk and they're amped. Well, that's when an Indians fan... No. ...once again stormed the field. Only this time, this particular fan tried to take the Rangers center fielder's hat right off his head. So now they're physically assaulting the Which players. he was having, rightfully so, none, none of. of that. How were they playing so, without any bases? So, I... Well, there's probably a marking of where yeah, it was. Okay. So, Jeez. yeah. So now try to keep up with what the fuck happens after this. No, no, no. Okay. So, having seen this occur, the Rangers players in the dugout, mm-hmm. and of course, stormed the field. They lost their shit to chase the guy who tried to take their center fielder's hat because they thought he had assaulted him, which he probably, yes. which he probably did to an extent. Because to take somebody's hat off, you could easily like accidentally hit their and he head. Probably, or... And he probably did. But not only did the Rangers players storm the field, they did so with bats in their hands. Oh, no. <laughs> including Rangers manager, the aforementioned Billy, Billy Martin. Martin. So they were the ones keep, kind just, of starting a riot. This is this is a long take. Try to try to keep up. Okay. So we have the so we have a guy trying to rip a hat off a player's head. Okay. That causes the Rangers players right. to storm the field literally with bats in their hands, like torches with like uh, the which, villagers with torches. Which led the Indians dugout uh-huh. to storm the field with their own bats oh, to no. stop the Rangers players from killing one of their own fans. No, no, no. Which led to hundreds of fans storming the field no. at once. Unfortunately, with no bats, but fuck it, it's the 1970s, and I'm guessing most of the people in attendance were also going through severe PTSD due to Vietnam. That's oh my, my guess. God. So now these fans get onto the field to kill the Rangers players, which then led the Indians players trying to stop Indians fans from killing Rangers players so that the Indians players could kill the Rangers players themselves. <laughs> God, because they had already fought. Yes, the players a had week all earlier. already fought, so they were fucking amped up too. Oh no! no. So that is all to say. No. That is all to say, men should have <laughs> nothing to do with organized sports of any kind. They should not be running anything. It is a woman's world. Can you fucking imagine seeing this? Like, I so wish there was footage of this. Like. Not only did they storm There's the field. There's got to be somewhere, but I guess it's just not. There's pictures, like I said, but I mean right. like moving footage. I've not seen any. Oh, my God. Can you imagine players from both teams charging the field? Literally like it's a fucking war. Like it's, you know. It's a riot. Like it's, it's turning into yeah, a riot. With bats in their hands. Like, I mean, they might as well be swords. Like ready to have a fucking duel like Jesus in center field. Christ. With fans pouring Nobody in. Nobody died? Nobody died. That's actually... Pretty miraculous, because yes. even just accidentally somebody falling, like any number of things could have happened. So that's that makes it funnier, because otherwise it'd be way worse. So that is all to say uh. that on June fourth, nineteen seventy four, a literal street fight took place yeah. on the field of Cleveland Stadium between the two teams 
and the fans. Yeah. Leading to the Cleveland SWAT team to come in with <gasps> what the else? SWAT team? Tear gas Tear to gas. break it yep, up. Yep, yep, yep. The umpire wound up being hit with a chair <gasps> in the head and oh, would no. be hospitalized as well as just for fun. This whole time that this whole battle is taking place mm-hmm. essentially on the field, the organist was playing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. <laughs> <laughs> was the organist trying to like calm everybody down? Or Probably. Be a the, smartass? Because the same thing happened in Disco De- yes. Demolition Night, except they yes. were singing it. The yes. organist was not playing it. Yes. Like, Harry so, Carey was like, take me out to the... Stop beating the fuck out of each other. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised I pulled that off. There you go. Oh, my God. So, so this is all going on to a soundtrack. <laughs> to, to take me... That's why I want to I see... I want to see or one day at least recreate at least that footage. A recreation. <laughs> <laughs> this, like you could drunk history this so easily. I was so gonna say drunk history. Yes, I will get in touch with the perfect. drunk history guy. Yes. Oh and my please, god, please Derek, al- something. Please allow us to star on that episode. We I feel like we're story. doing that already. Yeah, we kind of, are. but still, it's funny. But without any television production value, which would be fun anyway. and free booze. Yes. So, but this happened again. That happened in the bottom of the ninth with a tie game. It's the game it's it's almost over. It's almost it's, al- it's like, almost there. It They're been, almost there. It would have been better if the Indians had not made a comeback. It would have. Yes. So, oh my god. Because of the resulting literal fucking street brawl, the game was forfeited to Texas. <laughs> In the oh. end, and this was this, I saw this estimation several times. I it, to me it should have been higher, but people were probably drinking their own stuff too. Yeah. So in the end, an estimated 60,000 beers were, well, they were purchased, not consumed. Because remember, the two ladies working the beer truck outside literally just left. Right. So Probably way more than that. none of those beers were actually purchased. Plus, you've got to assume there were children there Mm -hmm. who... True. Yeah, families. Yeah, one of... Yeah, people... Sadly. There was probably... If you happen to be somebody listening to this who was at this game... Oh, my God. Please write a story about it. But... But you you would think that there were some just well-intentioned people who were taking there, their kids of course there just were. to a normal Because again, ball game. this is baseball, Major League Baseball in 1974. Baseball is still pretty much king of the sports landscape. Right, it's America's Even though game, the Indians and the time. Rangers are both terrible, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I'll take the kid to the game. It costs $3 right, right. for a center field ticket. And I'm sure all of those people were like getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Any fucking... Oh my god! That's cra- probably who was left by the ninth inning after all the shit that happened in the previous <laughs> innings were just all the the drunk people because oh all the families probably got the fuck out of there. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my god. So the game ends up being forfeited to Texas, as I stated. <laughs> An estimated sixty thousand beers were purchased, purchased, not, right, consumed. not consumed. There were seven injuries requiring trips to the emergency room. Nine that's, arrests. That's way less. All of that is so much less than I would have thought. And an unofficial total of 19 streakers. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, the bases that were stolen stolen oh. off the field during the game have never been recovered. <gasps> so whoever has oh my God. whoever There's has those somebody. bases. No, no, no. There's there is somebody like my favorite murder does um, hometown murders, like where people write in about their own 
like uh, instances of the, knowing their own hometown murders. Yes, but not just that. <laughs> there's a lot of like weird shit that they found in Grandpa's closet and stuff like that. Oh sure. I bet there's somebody yeah. who's going through like their like, Grandpa's shit. Like why is this? Base? Why is there a baseball base? Whatever. Yeah. Like toss. No, it I out. doubt they would do that because it would have some kind of logo or marketing. Oh, really? It would. That would. That would be so interesting yeah, to know. Somebody. What an interesting artifact. Somebody either has all three or three different people have one. Or... I bet you anything it's multiple people. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't think that one person would have gotten away with that. Probably. So, yeah. I mean. Oh, my God. I just, now that I know that, I keep waiting for it to show up like on an episode of Pawn Stars or something. Like, I got this, <laughs> I got this base from this game. Like, uh, somehow. So, fun fact. Oh, yay. Among the Indians players fleeing... Uh, excuse me. Among Indians. the Indians players, players. Uh, that was fleeing the field to defend one of his teammates was out. Why did I put fleeing the field? Charging the field. Okay, there we go. Was uh, Rangers outfielder, or I'm sorry. God damn it. <laughs> was Poor Indians thing. outfielder okay. Rusty Torres. Rusty Torres. In his career, Torres wound up seeing three big league baseball riots <laughs> really? close up all of which resulted in forfeits. This was his second. (laughs) In addition to this game, he had been with the New York Yankees at the Washington Senators, the second iteration, at the Washington Senators' final game in Washington, D.C. in 1971, where fans also rushed the field (laughs) and once again stole the bases. So apparently that's just something you do. stolen bases out there. They also stole bats that were in the dugout and tufts of grass. Tufts Tuff, of like, grass. Like, chunks of grass. Out that of is the stupidest yeah. shit I've heard. He would also be with the Chicago White Sox during the infamous <laughs> disco demolition <laughs> night in Rusty 1979. Oh my god. He must have been like, what the fuck is wrong? And this was only his people? second one. He's gonna have to see one more of these before his career is over. That's like, hilarious. just He must have just, he must have like the greatest stories of this dude still so. around. NBC newscaster, um, who sadly passed away about eight years ago, ten years ago now, um, Tim Russert. Oh, yeah. Then a student at Cleveland Marshall oh. College of Law attended the game. Oh, Tim Russert was he is quoted there. As saying, oh. He's quoted as saying, I went with $2 in my pocket, so you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And that's... My oh friends, my God. was ten cent beer night. That was really funny. That Just was a, so funny. A fucking shit show among shit shows. You couldn't make this up. No. Like you, you just couldn't. Like if you tried to tell some, like people would be like, people did this at a major league baseball game between major. People would be like, get the fuck out of here. Like that, that never happened. There's none so queer as folk, as they say. Just people are fucking. Weird. So again, when I see like little articles on fan behavior in modern day, I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I'm like, you have this, no idea. This shit could not happen. And that and that shit wasn't necessarily a rare occurrence. Weird right? riots and fights and all Streakers. kinds, all kinds of strange shit you happened. Cannot happened get away with pretty that. much up until 9/11. That's when everything changed as far as security goes. Yes, yes. Especially at sporting events. Yes, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, this this would not, it could not happen. If it did happen today, literally uh, every single player would probably be suspended for life. Yes. And they would probably take away the charter of, like, the teams for, like, and five years. And way more people would have gotten arrested. Oh, hell yeah. And way more people would have gotten hurt. Oh, people would have gotten shot. You know, yeah. people are fucking coming in with their guns and stupid shit like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... 
I just bring it to morbid. We had such a fun episode, yeah. but we we had we had to we had to bring the morbidity into well, it. Well, no, let's keep it light because the next few episodes are gonna get hit. well. The next two episodes are gonna be kind of grim. Third one will offer a little bit of light. Yeah, but um, we wanted to do this one because we've had we've had a couple of uh, yeah pretty sad ones in a row. Yeah, and we kind of like to lighten it up in every now and then. It helps. I, I think mostly for ourselves. Seriously, I mean, really. Well, I after reading about certain stuff, like especially Hillsboro, it's just like, what the that was really bad. fuck is wrong with humanity? And it's starting to like. And, and this is what the fuck is wrong with humanity, but in a fun way, right? Um, because I told you about this, but um, I was at work yesterday, and that was a Sunday, and I was sitting in. My office, no one else is in the office building. I just rent a little office in an office suite. So it's a Sunday. Nobody's, nobody else is there. Um, and I just got this absolute sudden, like, premonition. And I'm not someone who believes in psychic abilities or anything, nor do I think I have any, as the end of this story will clearly show. But I just had, like, this weird premonition. I was like... There's going to be an explosion. And I had like this mental picture of what that would look like and how it would feel in my body to go through an explosion, which is like a fucking fucked up shit thing to the point where I was like, you know what? No one else is here. This is really weird. No shame in just walking outside. So I literally just, you know, took my little keys Walked outside for a bit, kind of. And then, at bam! The no, come no, I'm on. Kidding. I'm kidding. Gas you explosion. You just ruined my entire oh, I'm story. Sorry. No, you didn't. No. I'm kidding. I thought I was making it more exciting. No, but you were making it less accurate. It is really fucking hot in here. It we, is. We, warm. Have, we are. Uh, we are uh, <laughs> not I even. My story. Though? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No. Oh, okay, go ahead. So, <laughs> it is warm. It is warm. It's in the 90s here in North Carolina, but Fahrenheit for. Translate that yourselves if you're not, not in Celsius. Fahrenheit. Um, but that, obviously nothing happened. Everything was fine. But, like, the thing is, I, I realized, I was like, that was not a premonition. It was not a sort of psychic vision or anything like that. It was 99 episodes of researching really fucked up shit that can happen literally at any second. Mm-hmm. And that, that shit gets in your head sometimes. I've also had like super morbid dreams about all sorts of things. I don't tell you cause you don't like it when I tell you my dreams. And that's it's, okay. Just, I'm not it's not, it's not your it's dreams. Okay. It's I okay. hate listening okay. to anybody's it's okay. dreams. It's okay. They're just weird. I know they are. I live through them most nights, <laughs> but, um, but just like this shit can get in your head. Even if you don't think it is, like, I feel like I, oh, I move on to the next one, on to the next one. And then that, I was just like, you know what? I don't think I moved on to the next one. I think I got a little fucked up by, like, the Pepcon explosion and stuff. And just... Haven't, when, haven't moved on. Yeah, a little bit. So it helps to talk about stuff like this that's a little lighter. Yeah. You know. Yeah, these are... Uh... Maybe we'll mix them in a little more often now. Who maybe knows? we need to. Yeah, maybe, maybe we, we do. Need to. Yeah. <laughs> maybe our fans might need a, a chill out. Maybe. After like four or five 
tough episodes in a row. Like, I mean, there are, I'll go like a week or two sometimes without listening to the last podcast because sometimes they get... It gets a little yeah, too and dark, I'm just like, yeah. It's like I don't feel like listening to that kind of yeah, thing right now. Yeah, I can understand that. And people probably that. feel the same way about us yep, sometimes. need a little break. Yeah. Need a little break. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah. we we hope that uh, this episode at least made you laugh at least once. Yes, we're it sure, made me laugh more sure, than once. We're sure it did. Um, we hope it did anyway. All right, I'm done. You are. Okay. You're hot, so we can get out of this room. I am sweating my ass off (laughs) for anybody who wanted that visual to laugh at. (laughs) So that was Ten Cent Beer Night. Yes. Once again, this has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm Rachel. I'm David. We'll see you next week for our 100th episode and... Know your exits. Stop! Oh, shit. (laughs) 